0: It's Wednesday, January 31st, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, President Biden on Tuesday indicated that he had decided how to respond after the killing of three American service members Sunday in a drone attack in Jordan that his administration has pinned on Iran-backed militia groups saying he does not want to expand the war in the Middle East. US officials said they are still determining which of several Iran-backed groups was responsible for the first killing of American troops in a wave of attacks against US forces in the region since the October 7th Hamas assault on Israel. Mr. Biden plans to attend the dignified transfer to mark the fallen troops return to American soil on Friday and answered in the affirmative when asked by reporters if he'd decided on a response as he indicated he was aiming to prevent further escalation. It was not immediately clear whether Biden meant he had decided on a specific retaliatory plan. A U.S. official told the Associated Press that the Pentagon is still assessing options to respond to the attack in Jordan. In other news, Venezuela's regime said Tuesday it would stop accepting deportation flights from the U.S. if the Biden administration follows through with a threat made hours earlier to reimpose sanctions on the country's oil and gas industry. The U.S. issued its warning after the regime of Venezuelan President Nicolás Maduro upheld a decision to ban the leading opposition candidate, Maria Corina Machado, from taking part in presidential elections. In a brief statement, The State Department said that the license that removed sanctions on the oil and gas industry in Venezuela would not be renewed when it expires April 18th absent progress between Maduro and opposition leaders on allowing candidates to participate in an election. If they make the mistake of intensifying the economic aggression against Venezuela at the request of their extremist lackeys, repatriation flights for Venezuelan migrants will be immediately revoked as of February 13th Venezuelan Vice President Delcy Rodriguez said in a post on X. Around the world, North Korea said Wednesday it conducted a test firing of long-range cruise missiles with an aim to sharpen its counterattack and strategic strike capabilities in its latest display of weapons threatening South Korea and Japan. The report by North Korean state media came a day after South Korea's military detected the North firing multiple cruise missiles into waters off its western coast the third launch of such weapons this month. The event extended a provocative streak in weapons testing as North Korea continues to raise pressure on the United States and its Asian allies amid a prolonged freeze in diplomacy. The report didn't specify the exact number of missiles fired or the specifics of their flight performance. North Korea in recent years has been expanding its lineup of cruise missiles, which are designed to be fired from both land and naval assets. Back in the U.S., UPS said it planned to shed about 12,000 jobs this year and mandated staff work from offices five days a week starting March 4th, as the package delivery company seeks to boost productivity amid a protracted slowdown in business. The cuts are primarily targeted at management staff worldwide as well as contract workers, UPS executives said Tuesday, adding that those jobs were not likely to return even when business picks up. The company has around 85,000 management employees. Unionized package handling and transportation workers account for the bulk of UPS's 495,000 employees. Union workers are not affected by the latest rounds of cuts. UPS, similar to layoffs announced by employers including Alphabet, Salesforce, and Wayfair, is focusing on a larger group of white-collar workers after offering buyouts to some last year. and. An international sports federation declared the U.S. the winner of the 2022 Olympic team figure skating competition and stripped the Russian Olympic Committee of its claim to the title in the wake of the disqualification of Russian teenage figure skater Kamila Valieva, providing the latest installment of a geopolitical saga that will soon enter its third year. The wild ride for nine American figure skaters won't end with the announcement by the International Skating Union, which can be challenged afresh by the Russian team in the same court of arbitration for sport that on Monday handed down a four-year ban to Voliva for doping. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.